Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Hot again today. Highs in the low 90s. Over 100 inland. We're there. Summertime, even Mm -hmm. though it's not official. We're into this summertime weather. Then cooling off throughout the weekend. I say cooling, 80s. (laughs) I know. 70s. Sunday's going to be nice. 70s on Sunday. What am I going to do Sunday? I may hit the farmer's market Sunday morning. Cute. It's one of my favorite things to do, especially with the spring vegetables. What do you shop with? A bag, a basket, a wagon? I always forget to bring my farmer's market bag. Oh, no. What do you do? You hold everything? No, I care. Well, you end up buying something and they give you a bag. They give, yeah. Yeah. No, or you can buy a bag, but I, I have one. And I have a cart too. Oh, it's so yeah, annoying! Cart. You forget. Cute little farmers market carts. <laughs> I, I pull around. You know, once you start, listen. Once you get broccoli and berries, you got a lot to. You're carrying a lot well, already. That's true. Right. Yeah. Uh, how are you, sis? I'm good. I'm What's excited happening? for this heat. You know, it's nice. It's a nice change. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> but a hundred's hot. Sure, but I mean, you know what? We're used to it. Southern California. You know, here's the thing. We have got free gas because these gas prices are insane. I mean, I remember when I moved to Los Angeles years ago. Yeah. I could not understand the price of gas, and that was way back when. These prices are absurd. It's, I mean, they're insane. They're almost $10. Like, it's so crazy. We were at the gas station the other day, and there was this mom there in her van with her three kids, and she was in tears begging for money, and Michael filled up her tank. Oh my gosh! What a what because a it's act pe- of kindness. But people are you know struggling like this is a, like it's really scary like being it's a mom scary. and like not being able to fill up your gas tank to take your kids to school. Well, and it doesn't look like it's getting better. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the other thing. Inflation is it, this is a real issue, and with everything that's happening here and around the world, I I just don't see where the bright spot is. Yeah. Uh, five ninety three is uh, uh, the average price per gallon in mm-hmm. L A County. The average price. And that's so average. Got, yeah, it's right. $7 by me. 
You got. I mean, it's like, well, do I drive further and burn more gas to get a better no, price? No, it's not. I mean, it's so catch twenty two. My my one of my greatest fears when I moved out from Atlanta to L.A. was the price of gas because that's <laughs> something that you because when you well when I wasn't working and I needed to get work and run around to different meetings or auditions, that's like something that you can't cover if you're not working full time. What was it then? Like three dollars a gallon. I mean, it's something that. Coming from Atlanta, where it was 99 cents a gallon. Wow. Was, was a big deal. Yeah. So I bring this up to tell you that we have free gas every hour, all day. All day today. All right? That'll start next hour. Busy show. Mimi Webb, who is blowing up with her song, House on Fire. Okay? If you've not heard of Mimi Webb, we're going to do an intro. This is one of the segments where we have uh, invited someone new to the house. Yeah. And, like, just moved into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, Mimi Webb just moved into the apartment complex. Remember those days when there was a new neighbor? Well, Mimi Webb's the new music neighbor. It's she's going to be. I love right? the song. House on Fire. Actually, she's a bit angry. She's very angry, and it's it's very scary, the lyrics. <laughs> but. I mean, I think she's uh, using some hyperbole, but she's basically Wait. upset with somebody, and she's going to burn down their house because of it. She makes friends with the head of the fire department, and that's how she gets around the house. Liar, liar. I'm going right. to set your house on, on fire. fire. Oh, boy. All right. So, sis, you were telling me you're excited this morning for the heat, but you had a little you had a little rough start, apparently, out of the gate today, huh? Yeah. Here's the deal. We all get here very early in the morning. I feel like we all respect each other's spaces when it comes to parking in our little parking structure. There's not assigned spaces, but I know where Tanya parks. I know where Mark parks. I would never park in their space, you know, even though it's not assigned to us. It's just the routine of our mornings. So I come in this morning and somebody, white sedan, is parked in my spot. But it's not your spot, it's open parking. But it's not my spot, but it's my favorite spot because it's against the wall, so I only, but, and there's space. Just so I'm clear, so. parking is first come, first serve in the, in the <laughs> yes. parking structure. Who right? is it? Like it's so early right, in gonna, the morning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I was reading an article about this actually. This is a nationwide issue. People who were, who came back to their offices first, took priority parking spots because other people weren't in. And then when their managers started coming back who usually get the better parking spot, they asked them to move down the line. And so there's this whole parking hierarchy issue with well, companies around the country. I am up in arms because I came back in January and I've had that spot since January and nobody has no, been in it. It does throw you off it, if somebody's in your well, spot. Here, oh, funny it's not you your that. spot. It's you open parking. Though. Here's <laughs> how it threw me off. So I had to go and I reversed my car into the spots because it's just so big. And so I'm reversing it. It's a whole nother thing. It's a bus. And so I'm reversing it back into a new spot that I'm not used to. And I hit the pole. So I got in a car accident. You actually in our hit car, the pole or I, the cement Whatever, the pillar. cement pillar. Oh, no. That's bad. I know. And my whole side of my car now is smashed in. And I'm just like. Uh, yeah. Well, first like, of all, you have a bus, which I know you need. But your bus has dark <laughs> windows, doesn't it? Sure. Dark and windows in the parking garage are tragic. Oh. It's hard to see those pillars. And you know what the crazy thing is? The thing was beeping at me. Like, I knew it was like, I'm like, ah, I got a <laughs> little bit Doesn't have a camera that shows you that thing and coming at you? Camera, yeah, I was going to say. And camera, the beeping, all of it, and still I managed to hit the pillar. And I'm just like, gosh, this well, morning. Listen, I have like a, a spot in my Pilates class, but it's not like it's my spot. Sometimes I get there late and someone's taking it. And how annoyed are you when that happens? No, I'm not. It's Pilates. I'm Whatever. easy. Whatever. It irks oh, yeah. you a little. And you're also not there every day. 
actually not there ever. I just was using it in an analogy. Uh, but I think this is something that has happened. You know, some people do get assigned parking. That's like a perk that some companies get. You know what? You have Reserve assigned parking. parking. I should just take your spot. I think my office takes my spot. <laughs> right? Didn't somebody, I, didn't somebody steal it? I don't think anybody parks in it. And actually, they don't give it to me anymore. I know for a fact. Oh, bummer. Because they, they made a big deal of how they're not going to pay for it. I'm like, fine. You know? <laughs> fine. I, I thought I'd give it to Tanya or Sissini, but fine. You guys, no. you guys be that way. Apparently. Um, so the hierarchy, though, is a big issue. Some places have reserved for guests. You're not supposed to use those. Yeah, I, I remember when that. I was going to SMC and GCC, mm-hmm. getting a parking spot to get to class on time was like the biggest issue. Issue it was so stressful. In the oh morning. yeah, you had. A, we called it like you were patrolling like a shark in the parking lot yeah. at San Diego yeah. State. I would be like, right. you're just waiting. You you like look for someone that's walking back to their car. Like, are you leaving? And they're like, no, I'm just putting something in my car. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh no, I'm just dropping my books off. Yeah. Uh, all right, listen, we're gonna get through it, Sisney. We're in it to have a bright day, yeah. right? Gonna we're try gonna to make take it a better. deep breath. We're gonna inhale, exhale. We're gonna think pleasant thoughts. Mm-hmm. This you're gonna like because we love these. They say a new study just came out. We got our hands on this about fighting heart attacks and and reducing the risk of two servings of avocados per week can help out. It's especially effective if the avocado replaces butter or margarine. Mm, So avocado toast. A serving is either half an avocado or half a cup of avocado. I love avocado. Now it doesn't have a lot of flavor, but there's something about it that I just crave. Just add a little salt. I had salt, pepper, and lemon. Lemon pepper. Mm. Mm, so good. So avocado. And we love avocados. Love Today's it. quote, be able to say, I'm sorry. It's the key that opens the cage of guilt. Ugh. You don't like to say I'm sorry, do you? I, I will say it when I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm not sorry, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. But see, I'll say it just to like ease everybody. No, if I'm not wrong or about something, I won't say it. But Sonia, won't we just say it to like create peace? Yeah, and also, like, you might not be wrong about it, but your perspective but, is different than somebody else's. So just say, like, I'm sorry. So then I'm, like, I'm then sorry usually, that you Usually the, the issue goes away. Oh, it's so tough, guys. I need to work on that. You do? All right. She's an Aries. I'm sorry. Kiss. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, let's get to the headlines. What do you have, Sisney? Well, the Senate confirmed Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court, shattering a historic barrier by securing her place as the first black female justice and giving President Joe Biden a bipartisan endorsement for his promised effort to diversify the high court. You know, even as L.A. County sees an uptick in cases, the county is reducing its free COVID-19 testing sites after the federal funding for it was depleted. A pool of funds that helped provide free testing to uninsured people was completely exhausted last month, and the federal government is no longer able to send providers and counties the money to cover testing. Well, one of three men charged with the shooting and robbery of Lady Gaga's dog walker was released from jail in what several law enforcement sources say was an administrative mistake. James Howard Jackson, who's 18 years old, was accused in court papers of firing the shots during the theft of Gaga's dogs back in, remember this, February of 2021? Well, he was freed after a court appearance and booking records showed that it was because the charges against him were dismissed. 
apparently that's all like a mistake. Wow, they're going to have to figure that out. A group of people visiting Universal Studios Hollywood yesterday had to be rescued after a power outage left them stuck on the Transformers ride. Could you imagine? According to the Los Angeles County Fire Department, the incident call came in just about 3.45 p.m. yesterday. It was about 11 people that they had to get rescued. And I also think the Harry Potter ride was impacted as well. No injuries were reported, so that is good news. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. House on Fire. That is Mimi Webb. I understand she's here. We're going to bring her in in just a second. Joining us now, here is Mimi Webb. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, it's so lovely to meet you. How are you? Doing well. We just played House on Fire here on Kiss FM in Los Angeles. Congratulations on the steam that this song has. Thank you. Thanks so much. I just want to, you know, we were saying that, uh, you know, Mimi is sort of moving into the apartment complex here. We're getting to know her. She's one of the new residents. We're getting to meet her. But (laughs) you've got some amazing things happening uh, with 515 million streams, uh, which is an incredible number. I mean, those are like record-breaking numbers. Yeah, it is really cool. And I think just to see how it's, um, you know, from releasing music in the pandemic to then, coming out, stepping out into the real world and also seeing how that relates. Coming out of a pandemic is really cool. So yeah, very excited. (laughs) And also the first female UK artist since Dua Lipa with two singles in the UK top 20 before a debut album. This is something that could not happen years ago and now we're seeing that all happen. What's that feel like for you, Mimi? Yeah, it's really amazing. And I think um, just to like follow through and and hear that, like it's so great. And also it's crazy as well, because I think, you know, the industry and the way music's working these days, it's completely different. People are coming from social media and there's so many different, you know, places and um, platforms that people are coming from. So just to see how now the industry is evolving, um, it's so cool to come from that new, bread of artists i guess it's the best and i don't know you so i need to know you what like what is who inspired you where were you inspired to write that song with such (laughs) i mean there's a little bit of upsetness angry who and uh, like (laughs) the gas the fire the house there's a lot happening there yeah no so house on fire is very tongue-in-cheek a character myself i never actually do any of that (laughs) wink wink Uh, but yeah, it's it's very, um, it's just for me, I re- with House on Fire, I just really wanted to start this year with something that's very sassy, cool, really out there. And I think um, it's for me as well with, you know, 2022, it's kind of just something where I really wanted to get that pop kind of song out there and really chuck it out there. Um, and yeah, I just think for me, um, all of us involved in the song, we've all definitely had, we have our own people that we're like, just we wish we could just sing this song to. Um, so I think all of us built in together. It was just explosion. <laughs> and you and Tate McRae have been out together on the North American tour. Where did you meet? How did you bond? Um, so I met Tate last year, October time, I think, or September. Um, and we got on really, really well. We had a lovely lunch. Um, and then, yeah, so Tate asked me to go on tour with her, and I was super excited. Um, and it's just great as well because I'm going around seeing places that I've never been to before. Um, at the moment, we're in Nashville. We just got here about 30 minutes ago. We just landed <laughs> in, so we're all over the place. <laughs> and where did you grow up in the UK? 
Um, I grew up in Kent, um, so it's about an hour and a half outside of London, mm -hmm. um, and it's like the countryside. I actually grew up where a lot of fish and chips were, so fish and chips is like my go-to meal. <laughs> what about, did you have figgy pudding there? Sticky pudding. Figgy or sticky? Any oh, puddings? Figgy. I, I never really had figgy, but I have a lot of, because some of my family are from um, Ireland, so... I, a lot of them love the fig roll. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, Mimi Webb is with us. Her song House on Fire is out now. When did you start to write? I'm always interested to understand how, you know, new artists can write good songs and when they begin to write. How did that start for you? Um, so for me, with um, writing, it was always just something where I, going through school and growing up, I think I always just had so many emotions built up. I'd have my crush who'd then go with the other girl and it'd be the whole kind of like, you know, school dramas. And I think for me, I really got into writing when I was eight and then like to really get into with an instrument probably when I was 12 when I went to secondary school. Because I think that's when the dramas kicked in the most. <laughs> what did you write about at eight? I'd always just put down like rhymes and like lyrics and just everything like, I think I'd even write about if my, my dad like told me off, I'd be like, I would be all upset and stuff. <laughs> um, just kind of cope with the emotions. <laughs> That's, That's good so though. Good. I love yeah. it. Her EP, Seven Shades of Heartbreak, released in October. Uh, good to have you. So a name to watch, Mimi Webb, and you'll be hearing House on Fire on the radio around the country. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy. Nashville is where you are. My sister lives there, so we're there often. Enjoy Nashville. Thank you so much. It's really cool here. I can feel the uh, music presence yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of music there. Absolutely. Enjoy it. Take care. Nice to meet you, Mimi. Thank you so much. Lovely to meet you guys. Bye. Bye. Have you ever had figgy pudding? No, but maybe I have, and I didn't know it was that. Yeah. Next time you see it on a menu, grab it. What is it? I don't know, but it seems very English. Uh, Dodgers open the season against the Rockies in Denver today at 1 o'clock. Oh, my brother Kurt, who's the biggest, biggest, biggest Dodgers fan, yeah. is so excited. But he's going. But it's opening day, right? Yeah, it's opening day. But so it's in one Denver. Oh. But sometimes he travels. I think he traveled. Like, oh, when they were in the playoffs? Oh, wow. I was like, where are you? He's like, well, I'm in whatever city. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm... I'm traveling with the Dodgers. I love it. Respect. That's a fan. That's yeah. a fan, right? All right, Tanya, you said there are certain gestures we should think about that yes. might be not okay or okay in a marriage. Uh, depending on if you're married or single. And I, I got to thinking about this concept because I was reading this story of Jason Momoa shutting down the Kate Beckinsale dating rumors. So remember last week I told you that there were rumors swirling after they were seen talking at an after party and he gave her his coat. Hold. The two people are single. Correct. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. They were talking. Yes. Oh, back to and this. And he was a gentleman <laughs> because she was cold. How is that anything but what it is? Okay. So this is what he said. He told Extra. He said, it was Cray. I have a conversation with a woman about her country. I was in England doing Aquaman 2. Everyone was like, are you dating? No, no. It was chivalry. The woman was cold. But that's my point. Like, mm. the guy's trying to be a gentleman. That doesn't mean you're flirting with somebody. I'm going to tell you, if I were single and I were talking to a, a gentleman that was single and he gave me his coat, I would consider that flirting. But that's not okay. It's not okay. No. Because Why? we're taught, I was taught growing up, my family, right, taught me to open the door, give somebody yeah. their coat, stand on the outside of the sidewalk so that they don't get splashed. Like, but it's not flirting. That's just being, gen like, what is it, being kind, courteous? Yeah. But if you were married, you wouldn't do that. 
That's not but true. But you're not married. Michael just did this the other day. He really? gave He gave his sweater to Louis's girlfriend when we were at the zoo because she was cold. Yeah, I've offered, <laughs> I've, I've offered like a sweatshirt to my friends' wives before too. It's not, this is the problem. Why do you see that as anything but being I nice? I see it as flirting. So like, what's it's okay? So the, so, the, so the coat is fine, but like, what about getting a drink with somebody? Like if you're, if you're married, would you get a drink with someone? Well, that's a sex? different conversation. It's a different conversation. But like if I was at your house, like you're in, or I was at Robbie's house and I was cold, he would find a jacket in his closet. Or a sweater, me, right. Right. And, right. Or like if he'd probably give you a blanket. And, but like I was standing <laughs> issue with the jacket. Like, I, I was, have an issue with I the was jacket. standing on uh, the New Year's Eve stage. Uh-huh. T- Taylor Swift was next to me. She was like just performed. It was freezing. I on the air offered her and gave her my coat meant nothing but being kind. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like I think people I don't know why you would think that's anything other. Yeah, I don't know. If I were at a party, if I were an after party and I were single and I were talking to a single man and he offered me his coat, I would think it was flirting. I would. That's a problem. You got to you got to sort through that. I... <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what that's about from your past, but that's a problem. <laughs> Right, like any little ounce of anything, I'm like, oh, like he's flirting with any, me. Right, he said, hi, like, oh my gosh, he put down, he said, hello. I feel like that'll get better with time. Did we do the report? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. He oh. basically debunked the dating rumors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're aligned on this. I know. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is Steph here on the line. Hello, Steph, it's Seacrest. How are you? Hey, so I'm calling in with a bit of a unique issue. Um, So I have this incredible partner. Uh, We get along so well in every way that matters. He's just like, he's my person. And we've been together for a long time. And we're kind of at that point where like, you know, we're ready to move on to the next stage. We've been living together for about a year and a half. And um, everyone's kind of teasing us about marriage and So we sat down to have a conversation about it the other day, and me being kind of shy and reserved mentioned that I would just love to have a really intimate destination elopement somewhere, something really simple and sweet, um, and then maybe have a party back home for all of our friends who wanted to show up. And he is not going to have that at all. He's saying, I want a big wedding. He's very um, extroverted, has a huge family, lots of friends, and wants a ginormous wedding. And so Mm. we just could not find, like, a happy medium at all. And I'm just like, we kind of left it at this sad place where we're like, well, if we're happy now, we don't want to start a marriage where one of us um, starts it unhappy, you know, like not having our dream day. So I think I need some advice. Well, you've called the right show because, Steph, I have a clear view of you being absolutely right with what you want to do. Now, no disrespect to his big family, Mm -hmm. but you're... Your way of doing it alleviates a lot of drama. And I'm just going to tell you, to be honest with you, and I'm going to have some people disagree with me on Mm -hmm. this show, but many, 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 many people have called in saying, oh, my wedding is so stressful because of this, that, and the other. And then we say, is it big? They're saying yes. So I'm an advocate of the disappear, go away, elope, and then have a party with everybody after. 
Yeah, exactly. But what if he just refuses to do it? I mean, like, this is my person. I love him to death. He's like the most amazing man in the world. But I like, do we just not get married? Do we just kind of live happy ever after like this? I don't I know. I also think there's no, oh. why do you have to get married? If you think that you can be happy and trusting and committed in the relationship you're in, then why change it if you don't feel like you have to? I mean, I don't, I mean, sis, what do you think? I honestly, which is shocking, agree with Ryan because well, uh, I know. Re- yeah, record what? this show. I know. Jimmy, I, need, I need to play this back. Record. Because I feel like the whole big traditional wedding, like it doesn't need to be the answer. I know he wants all the family there and whatnot, but you could elope and do something beautiful, you know, destination like you said, with just maybe your parents and like the very tight knit core of the family. And then you throw that big party. I mean, like, look at Paris Hilton. She had three different weddings, like one on the Santa Monica Man, Pier. That's not and then real. One, I'm just saying. <laughs> right, like that the world of, like, traditional weddings is out the window. It's like you can do whatever you and want. you don't have to be married to be happy with somebody. That's true, too. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I think I you got to work because- on it. I just, I don't want to plan a wedding that I don't want. And yeah. um, so I don't can you Can you propose case. as a compromise the core elopement, the core, yeah. as Sisney said, and then a big celebration with the other friends and family? Isn't that a good compromise? I thought so. <laughs> he did you, did, did you say that? We're going to send you this audio and just play it back for him. <laughs> He's a sweetheart. Maybe once he, once he hears it from you guys, he'll, he'll finally hear me, but... When I told him, when I told him that he could plan it, he said, cool, I'm going to have a, a bring your own beer barbecue at the skate park. And I said, no. Oh. There you, well, babe, that could be the party. Well, that's that could fine. be the yeah, party. That's it. Do the wedding the way you want. Sure. Do, do you love it? And then that could be the party. I think so, too. Everyone wins. Hey, if you need someone to have your yeah. back, you reach back out. I'll mm-hmm. talk to him. Call us back with him. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys right, so much. Steph. Good luck. Bye. Here's the thing. It's like. That's something they can work through, but it does kind of suck to start off like that, like com- seeing it two different ways. Right? It worries me. It's not if it's not, if it's not that it's something else. Relationships are compromised, so you need to work it out. Otherwise, you're not meant to be together. But it's so obvious that Steph is doing it the right way with her suggestion. No, it's, it's not, not the right way. It's just a good way, interesting way. This will be a fun song to play at their party. I think yeah. so too. All right. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Our hometown hustler, Sisney Tanya. Mm -hmm. So her name is Yesenia. She used to work at Geico. Okay. She worked at Geico before deciding to take a chance and start her own business after noticing a clear gap in the number of women run taquerias. Ah, okay. Okay. So that piqued all my interest right there. Yesenia, how are you? And thanks for coming on. Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? We're super interested in learning more about your business, but I want to know, what was that moment like in your own mind, in your own head, you know, the voice to yourself when you decided to quit your regular job at Geico and go for this? Honestly, it was just, it it was like a gut feeling I had. Um, And it's crazy because I'm so into astrology and spirituality and everything like that. But honestly, I kept seeing the numbers 11, 11 everywhere on my phone when I would be out. It was just crazy. So I was like, I think this is a sign, you know. 
And I just went for it. It was a gut feeling. It felt right. And I, it was technically the best decision I've ever made in my life. And the gap you saw in the marketplace was what? Um, I guess, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, taco businesses, taquerias and everything like that. But there's very few that are owned by women, especially Latinas. Um, it's a very hard industry and it you know, requires a lot of hard work, labor. So I really wanted to break through that and inspire other, you know, young women and future business owners as well, which so far has been amazing because I get to, you know, show them the journey and that basically believing in yourself and your business and your future is important. So you grew up in Boyle Heights. The company is called uh, Pink and Bougie LA, and you have signature pink tacos. I need every detail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. So the signature pink tacos, they're made out of um, organic pitaya, which is dragon fruit. So I wanted to make sure that I not only brought in, um, you know, like a cute aesthetic place, but that it's also very good you know and so far everyone has been loving it the meat is all premium the tortillas are handmade um and it's so the dragon crazy. fruit gives you the color of pink yes mm-hmm. brilliant it's pink dragon fruit. yeah i wanted to make sure also you know that it's not food coloring anything like that yes. we also have yes. pancakes which are made out of pitaya as well so yeah that's basically what um we're, we've been doing Yum. You got to take a check out the photos, the images on Instagram at Pink and Bougie LA on Instagram. Yesenia Castro is our hometown hustler. So, what's the dream now? What What's next for you? Well, you know, hopefully be able to expand and bring our trucks all over the U.S., possibly. Um, there's so many things lined up and so far everyone, you know, has been wanting something like this in their city or in their state and that's the goal. So hopefully, you know, later down the road, we'll be able to expand. That's awesome. Great to meet you. Thanks for coming on and continued success, Yesenia. Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate your support. Absolutely. I I love that she was doing the job at Geico and she said, you know what? I'm going for this. I've always been a big dreamer. She was born in Mexico, nine months old, comes to Boyle Heights with Mm -hmm. her family. And the tortilla, I was so happy to hear was made from fruit, not food coloring. I know. Because I thought, oh no, it's going to be like a sugary thing, but it's not. It's all natural. I love that. Super cool. All right. Hometown Hustlers every Friday. If you want to be it or nominate yourself, get to us. KissFM.com. So Sisney was saying she's got uh, an article about soft launching. This is the new thing that people are talking about if you're in a new relationship. Yeah. You mean soft launching their introduction to other people on your social? To the world. Yeah, making yeah. it public. Huh. It's essentially like a normal soft launch would be for, a, I guess, a business. Okay. But mm-hmm. you adapt it to your relationship. And so for some, I feel like, you know, posting your significant other just out of like, you know, it's like when do you decide when do you decide that that's the moment that you actually want to go ig official so it's soft launching like showing their ankle or in their sure like, but maybe something a little bit more creative like it's like you post two two coffees oh uh, or like know? a shadow of a person standing yeah, or just like their hand or if it's mm. a sunset it's the back of their head yeah you okay. know and it's like subtle okay. things that you kind of start like 
putting there. What? And it, it just kind of gets people excited because they're like, oh, that's Kind of like what Kim was doing with Pete Davidson. Exactly. And then she right. actually, or the paparazzi was like taking all these pictures of them. And she hadn't really even posted anything on Instagram yet. And it wasn't until she posted something on Instagram that we all were like, all right, well, it's official now. Even though why, for weeks just we curious, knew they were Why together. do people want a soft launch? What's the purpose of a soft Some people do. Launch? Now here, it's interesting you bring that up because I am not one of those people. I couldn't wait to show Michael off. Like I was just like, look at my boyfriend. I have one. He's real. Right. So it was just different <laughs> for me. But I understand that maybe if you date a lot, like you don't want to just jump in after each person that you kind of fall for. Yeah. So um, a soft launch could work for that reason. I think, Tanya, you were pretty good at soft launching your relationship with Robbie, I think. Yeah, because for so it's like you're s- single for so long. So it's like kind of like scary to put somebody else on there like mm-hmm. that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is him. And he's also a private person. So it was kind of scary in that way. Yeah. Um, but the soft launch to me is so cute. And I love when people do it because it's like, oh, you see an arm or you see a leg or you see a thing. Yeah, and you then get you're creative like, oh. with it. But yeah. what, so what, don't some people pretend soft launch like they they set that up? But they're Wait, like I'll order room service sometimes if I have to travel, and they'll ask me for how many people, and I'll say for two. But that's not soft launching. I'm just like saying that because I ordered <laughs> too many things. So it's funny you say that, Kelly Flanagan. I don't know if you remember her from The Bachelor. She actually posted yesterday a picture of like a guy's leg, like they were watching TV, but and she was fake. It's a fake. And out. she wrote soft launch on the Instagram, and then she later posted like, just kidding. It was like. I don't know, um, business partner or something. You got, that's so like, weird. What's the point? Yeah, like, nobody cares. Too much time. <laughs> Too much time today on my hands. I uh, love a soft launch. Let me go to Riverside for a second. Amelia, how are you in Riverside this morning? Hi, Ryan. I'm great. How are you? Doing well. So, I hear you want to redo your bachelorette party. Yes. It just Why? didn't turn... Yeah, it didn't turn out the way... I wanted it to, and like Catherine yeah, story. Um, so yeah, I'm getting married. <laughs> um, well, congrats! Sister, I, yeah, I thank you. I'm really excited. I um, I chose my sister, my maid of honor. Um, and she and I are like close, but not like super close. Um, and I chose her because uh, I didn't want to like choose between my friends. And yeah, so the bachelorette party was last weekend in San Diego, and um, I just yeah, I turned up, and she was just like not. She literally didn't deliver what she said she would, and like she said she would like get there early and like set up a few balloons, and then my friends and I had to like go out and like get supplies like ourselves. And she said she oh, set no. up. Is she chasing you right now? Are you on the run? Yeah. It sounds like somebody's <laughs> chasing you. Chasing you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry about that. It's like windy. And, yeah, sorry. So wait. So this is your. This was your. Your your bridesmaid that was supposed to throw the good party, maid of honor, or maid of honor, yeah, right? Was supposed to throw the good. Honor. So she, so basically, she botched it, it all, and you want to redo it, but not invite her. Exactly. Literally, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I could see where this <laughs> I've was never going. heard this before. <laughs> now, have you you not you've not gotten married yet, right? Right, not yet. No. Okay, so there's still. In the context of time, it still makes sense. So the question is, how do you go about redoing it and telling her she can't come? Is she now not a maid of honor? She's still my maid of honor. Um, and yeah, I just basically would just do a redo. And honestly, I was thinking of not even telling her just to like spare her feelings. Oh. Um, yeah, which is like, no, it's a lot. It's yeah. not good. Here's the thing, yeah. guys. I don't like it that Amelia didn't like her bachelorette party. That's not fair. She sure. should have a good one. Sure, but then you do this behind her back, 
she doesn't she shouldn't be your maid of honor at that point. That's oh yeah. Like thank you for that. Yeah. How and about this? How about time. this? How about this? Can't you just have someone else redo the party and have her come and just say that you want to have another one and make it a little bit more fun? Because she knows she dropped them. I mean, look, she dropped the ball. Right. Yeah, that's such a good point. I like. I don't want to hurt her feelings with yeah. it. You can't um, worry about that. Yeah. She broke your heart by screwing up your bachelorette party again. Big yeah. weddings, big parties should elope, but that's another chapter. Even if you elope, like, you can still yeah. have a batch party. I don't think you should worry so much. Who about is going to throw this other party, Amelia? Like, do you have another set of friends that would do it, or? Yeah, like one of the um, one of my other bridesmaids. Yeah, so then have her just do it. Just do it. Yeah. No, but the other girl will find out for sure. No, invite the other invite girl. Invite the other girl as and well. Just go but, for it. You're not like, asking for permission, Amelia. Amelia's You're just going to do it. She yeah. was Amelia was invited to I'm, this I'm other done. batch. I'm having Sissy a second batch. It. Have the other woman set it up. Do it. Invite the uh, the one that screwed it up it's and not move on. on. Don't apologize for anything. Oh, wonderful! Thank you. Really appreciate it. Good yeah, luck. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go for it. Thank you. Good. And look at the upside. Like, if you get two parties out of this, even the right. It's a plus. I had two bachelorettes. It was amazing. Did someone screw one up? No, we just, my first one was in Miami, and then we had one here in Hollywood because we went to go see the Hollywood men over at Hollywood Highland. Oh, boy. All right. It was real nice. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Jimmy Allen joining us now on 102.7 KISS FM Los Angeles. Jimmy, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing? How you been? Uh, buddy, I'm been great. First of all, let me just give you a little context for Jimmy. He has had a whirlwind year. Uh, fan favorite on Dancing with the Stars. Won New Artist of the Year at the CMAs. Got married. Had another baby. The music is on fire. And he came back after auditioning for Idol years ago during the Scotty McCreary series. He came back to be the mentor for the new contestants on American Idol. I mean, that is a, a stamp of approval to come back and be the, the guy that's coaching along. You know, Jimmy? Yeah, it is, man. It's so funny. I remember I was talking to uh, one of the contestants and they was like, man, so like you're back here, you know, you're a mentor. They said, how far did you make it? I said, ah. I'm afraid if I tell you, you won't want my advice. But I only made top 40. <laughs> but I told him, I was like, yo, I said, it's not about how far you make it on the show. It's not about winning the show. It's about what you learn on the show. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that win it, and I don't know what happened to them. But it's about. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? It's about how you approach it. It's about what you take from the show. And I learned so much just about being an artist. Uh, first off, realizing that. I'm not the best singer, realizing everybody on this show is the best singer from their small town. And, you know, just realizing you're not the best and, and, and putting in work, uh, learning how to pres- preserve your voice. There's a lot you can learn from other artists on the show. Um, you know, I met so many, you know, crew members uh, to, to, you know, not only the judges, but like guys behind the camera that have been around the business a long time. I learned a lot from them, too. It is so true. With the show American Idol, we used to think when we started, oh, you got to be the winner to have success because that's the way it was set up, right? It designed. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you, you, everybody competes to be the winner and then you go for yeah. it. But in the last decade or so, there have been so many contestants that were turned down that got onto the charts. Matter of fact, Lauren Spencer Smith, she auditioned for the show too. She didn't make it that far or get through. And she's got a top 10 song that we're playing now and yeah. let me let me play a little of this is called down home if you haven't heard this by jimmy allen listen to this down home oh you know mama's still cooking down home i promise i'm working with 
Did you know, Jimmy, when you when we met you, when you first were doing this on Idol, did you know what kind of artist you wanted to be? Man, I did. You know, I was, you know, I remember when I did Idol, just about every song I sang was a Chris Daughtry song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I loved, you know, I, I loved rock music. But, I, I, you know, I grew up, all my dad was country. My grandfather, I grew up on the farm. So I knew there was a place for me as far as, like, sonically between mm-hmm. country rock with like pop and r&b influences mm-hmm. um but i always knew i was a big storyteller so that's really where the countryside came from and just my upbringing so it, it took a while for me to actually figure out how to do it and be me but i kind of always had a clear path of what i wanted to do and how i wanted to do it and even now i'm still crazy enough to believe that man i want a song on country radio christian radio and pop radio at the same time mm-hmm. three different songs but, you know, I wanted to establish myself as a country artist first because that's what's true and dear to my heart. That's the genre of music that connects with me the most as a person. And then I'll, you know, expand and put different songs out there. But, you know, I'm never leaving country. You're, you're, and, you, and you are magic. Your energy yeah, is magic on great. stage. I mean, I got a chance to see you. Matter of fact, just you hear his voice now. You hear him talking, telling his story. Jimmy Allen on American Idol. You can watch him this weekend. Idol's on Sunday and Monday. Uh, mentor the contestants and watch the energy that he brings onto the stage, too. I, I love you, man. It's great to see you as always. Man, good to see you too, success. man. Thank you for, I just want to say thank you for coming back and doing this with us. It meant a lot to us. Dude, man, thank you for uh, thank you for for letting me be a part of it. I I told him, hey, y'all need me every season. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're really good with the contestants, and people are going to see that. That's you awesome. You take care. All right, Jimmy. All right, y'all be safe. I see, see you soon. Bye bye. He's really really great with the contestants because he was there. He did it right. Yeah. You know, I was before we get to the watch this. I was reading. Did you know that McDonald's is selling chicken sandwich shaped rugs designed by a TikToker? Did you know that they have a bunch of this kind of merch? You can find them on McDonald's apparel and accessories from McDonald's. No way. Yeah. They've got a, I guess they've got a website and they sell McDonald's looking stuff and they've got this chicken sandwich rug. Well, I guess if you're a fan, why not? But be good for like a break room in an office. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, you know where, they, they, where the microwave is and the refrigerator? Put that down where the table is where everybody eats. Or even like a kid's birthday party. Like if your kid's obsessed with McDonald's, you throw them like a themed birthday party and you have the rug and then you get McDonald's. Food that. carpets can be fun, guys. <laughs> I'm into it. They also make swimsuits. My best friend Becca loves McDonald's and she got like, oh, she yeah. got all McDonald's one pieces. What do you mean they have McDonald's swimsuits? They do. What do they look like? They just it say just McDonald's? It just has the M. It just has the logo and on it. And then I got one from Taco Bell. They have a swimsuit? Swimsuit. It has the hot sauce. <laughs> it's really cute, I know, actually. Did, I didn't know those restaurants were doing that. Yeah. Merch. Huh, I wonder if Fuddruckers has swim trunks. <laughs> right. I would love some Fuddruckers swim trunks, Tubbs, yeah. wouldn't you? All right. Let's see. Sissini, <laughs> what's on your weekend watch list? <laughs> okay. So this is a really good one. It's called Good Girls. It's on Netflix. And it's like three suburban moms who get involved with a grocery store heist. And then it just spirals from there. Um, it's actually, I think, 
there's four seasons of it so far, so there's a lot of episodes, 50 episodes. It was canceled from NBC years ago, but right now it's the top 10 on Netflix. Wow. And it's I'm only on season two, which I'm like so excited about because there's so many more episodes left, but it's really good. Okay. Tanya, what are you watching? So I've been watching a lot of TV since I was sick this week, but this show I binged so quickly. It's called Is It Cake? It's on Netflix. Basically, they're just a bunch of they're bakers and they have to make a cake and it's like kind of paired with um, everyday objects. So let's say it's like a rubber ducky, like a little rubber ducky. Oh. The baker makes the cake to look like a rubber ducky. And then there's four other decoys and there's judges and they have to decide which one is cake. I hate these videos. I hate these videos <laughs> where they cut them in half and it's like, oh. I'm telling you, it's so entertaining. I'm obsessed with the show. So and they can have you judges. not tell if it's cake or duck? You cannot tell. It's so wild how they make them look so real. And every week there's new judges, and I like want to be on the show next season because I'm. What do you want to do on the show? Just be a judge one week where I get to decide oh. if it's cake. It or doesn't give not. you the heebie-jeebies when they slice those in half. No, I can't. Is that, is that the whole show? They just say, "Is it cake or duck?" Well, you, they show you. They show the the bakers baking the actual cake, oh. so you like. But then you don't know which one's bake. which. Yeah. There was so a good. cheeseburger as well. Is it cheeseburger or cake? No, no, it's just called Is It Cake? But every oh. episode, they They're do objects. different things. So, like, suitcases or... Is it a suitcase or cake? Right, right. right. I can't. You would love I don't know it, if Ryan. I can either. I, I will? don't know. Yes. It seems like a, not a lot, but I'm sure... <laughs> like, but again, I love those food shows. It's streaming. It's like one of the top stream shows right now. I had no idea, but it's so good. It is amazing, though, how some things, like when you describe them to other people when you're talking about a show, they're like, really? That's good? And then you watch it, like, no, it's really good. Right, right, right. So I'll give that benefit. Um, I would just tell you, to be the company man, American Idol is this Sunday oh, yeah. and Monday on ABC. We've got uh, Jimmy Allen and BB Rexa mentoring the contestants. Now, we went to Hawaii. To shoot this. Yeah. So you, you check guys out are my Hawaiian Aulani. gear. That's right. The Olani Resort, the Disney Resort. I was we just there that. with the fam. It's such a great place. We shot the show on the beach where you laid yep. while people were actually swimming behind us. It yeah. was bizarre. There well, were people on like surfboards behind us while we were doing the show. Yeah, those Imagine coves. That. Those coves are amazing. No, I felt bad. I felt like the, these families come to Olani Resort with the, uh. the kids and they're out by the beach and here we are. No way, that's a treat. Next. Yeah, so cool for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, shooting us, we could do shows. On, we could do this on a beach. I'm down. We could. You we call could the really... shots, man. Well, Make it happen. <laughs> not so sure. <laughs> I think we um, do. All right, that, so that's Idol. You can check it out. That's Sundays and Monday also this week on ABC. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Bouncing out. Monday morning, Ryan's Roses is back. I guess they had a fight. She went to her sister's, but when she came back, she had reason to believe he hadn't been alone. That's at 740 Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.